guys. Welcome back to Couple Goals with SM. What's up, everybody? What is up? How's your quarantine? Mine? Good. Yeah. It's a good quarantine, honey. <laughs> I'm enjoying quarantine still. I'm going to be really sad when it's over. My life's not different. I'm still working. I just, man, I, mm, I do not want to go anywhere or interact with people again. This has been nice. My and quarantine I'm is maybe only like one or two percent being sarcastic because I really don't. I, I I love I complain now when I have to leave the house and it's not out of fear of coronavirus. It's because I have to leave the house. Like I don't want I don't want to go anywhere ever. Last time I left the house was to drive through a pharmacy and the pharmacy just texted me that it was time to refill my prescription. So it's been a month. You seriously haven't left the house in a month? I went outside once when I saw someone working after the tornado. I went outside to see what they were doing. Yeah. So I walked out to the driveway that one time. <laughs> You're so much better at staying home. All I want to do is stay at home and I still have to go out at least once or twice a week. Dude, I Sucks. do not go outside regularly, like anyway. So being quarantined is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Like I like to have the option to go out. Would be nice if restaurants were open if you wanted to go have a sit down experience, but we we don't really do that a lot anymore. Seems to be more trouble than it's worth most of the time. Well, I really wanted to go out like the first week before the stay at home order was actually issued. Yeah, I really wanted to go to Target. Target's open. You can go to Target. No, it was like before the stay at home order was issued. Like I just wanted to go walk around. That's what people are doing there. Yeah. That's not it's called you're shopping. Not, you're not supposed to do that, though. You're no, you're, to, you're like, allowed to shop. You're supposed to get what you need and leave. Yeah, shopping. Mm -mm. That's how men shop. No, that's not how I shop. Not a Target. And that was over a month ago. That was like. <laughs> you're just like, never mind. Yeah, that was before Logan's birthday. And then like once. Once that once I got through that, I haven't really wanted to go out since. So when I was younger like late teens, I was a mall rat. So it, this would have been different in the nineties. This would have been a lot harder period because there's no sort internet. Of, well, I mean, I had, we had internet in the late nineties, but rich white people. Yeah. It would have been uh, expensive because it was paper minutes. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well, that, and you wouldn't have been, not everybody had internet. It's not, it wasn't ubiquitous like it is now. So it's not like, like now I can literally well, connect with, couldn't have handled it. Everybody. Oh man. Yeah. It wouldn't have been able to handle it. No. Because back then, when you went to go dial in. In like the 90s, it, well, that was like 14.4, maybe 28.8. No, it was, well, it was 14.4 for the majority of the 90s. Yeah. I mean, like the majority of the 90s that the internet was around. So then it became an issue of like, you had to wait until it freed up to connect. Yeah. Because even though you had your phone line available, you would go to dial in and you'd get a busy signal. Yeah. Because too many people were online at the same time. Right. So if this happened back then, you wouldn't different. be able to get online. It'd been very different for me. And I was much more social when I was younger too. I actually liked hanging out with people, but yeah. that's because no one would have sex with me. So Well having I, sex I, makes I didn't it have you that. have somebody built in to have sex with you, it's a lot easier to do quarantine. I'm guessing that helps. Probably. Yeah. And when you like the people you're quarantined with, it's a lot easier. Could you imagine being quarantined with like a roommate? <laughs> Do you imagine being quarantined like with your parents? Oh my god! Like, 
I hate my parents. The idea of being quarantined with them. I would I would hang myself and I'm not being something. You would just break quarantine. You would just be like, oh, I'm yeah, out. I, uh, well, yeah, I would just stay somewhere else. Right. But like if I was a child. Right. Like I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it. I did spend a lot of time outside as a kid, like like you did in the 80s. Yeah, it was. I didn't really spend a lot of time outside. I spent a lot of time locked in my room. That was the nice thing about having narcissist parents. They didn't notice me <laughs> a lot of the time. Yeah. So, like, I was able to just lock myself away in different areas, and they didn't seem to notice that I was, like, th things that would be very troubling to us as parents. Yeah. They didn't seem to notice because they didn't care about me at all. Right. Which is was great for me. Right. As a child. <laughs> I wish my mom would have left me the fuck alone. Yeah, it's... It was great, to be honest. Like, yeah. Now I see it as a bigger problem, but man, it was fucking freeing. So, as you might be able to tell, listener, we didn't really bring topics today. Because... I, mean, I, I can always break down some shit, man. Well, no. I, we're going to kind of talk about, like, what we've been doing. Coronavirus. I, today, I think it's today. I guess it was posted yesterday found an interesting coronavirus conspiracy theory that I wanted to talk about no. that I hadn't heard before. Before today? Before. Different than the conspiracy theory I presented you with a few weeks Correct. ago? Correct. This one I just learned about, and it's a timeline of how it came into being. So I want to talk about that. Then um, we watched a show on Netflix we were going to talk about. Yeah. Probably spoil. So we'll it's a give you, stupid reality show. It's yeah, not a really big deal. We'll give you spoiler alerts before that happens. It's not important. It's not a Marvel movie. Yeah, it's not. It's not like good or anything. Well, it is. I loved it, but it's not like high caliber. It's so, like yeah. love is blind type shit. Yeah, it's like that kind of garbage. Yeah. Um, it's like Love Island. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at as far as uh, the caliber of show that you're getting this week. But I can always talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, you can. If you want me to. I could talk about uh, business. You guys, wanna, <laughs> you guys wanna do a quick business? You do a lot of business. I've been doing lots of businesses. So as we record this, it's the 19th. On the 27th, I'll be launching my online shop tied to my business. Nice. So. I got a launch coming. I don't know when, though. Could be months away. I think it'll be less than that. I have another podcast launching as well. Um. I'm going to be doing another podcast. Yeah, we have other podcasts coming. This I one have a was, title for mine. I was going to announce the title. This one will still continue to be. Ahead. No, this podcast, I'm saying, yeah. will still continue to be, yeah. no matter what. Anyway, uh, me and a friend of the show, Patreon, friend from my whole life, Steve, are finally going to start a podcast. He got off his lazy ass and figured out how to do it. Basically, you told him to go to this website, and now we got that part done. We got the hard part done. Part of the hard part. We're still coming up with... So we have a name. It's called Steve Reads a Comic Book, because Steve does not read comic books. And he grew up not really having any interest in them. He was strictly a sports guy. I was the nerd guy. And then because of the Marvel movies now, he's into comic books and nerdy culture. And now he has, like, a an envious man cave 
full of movie posters and collectibles and whatnot. And it's, you know, it's upsetting for me. It's like, bro, you just like this shit like a week it ago. It shouldn't be. It like is. he's Oops, got mad. He's got itty bitty Angry. kids who just touch everything and break it. So like <laughs> it shouldn't be all that envious. Uh, do you well, remember? Okay. So do you remember when our kids were little and we had it was back when we still had a CRT TV. Yeah. And we had to put like a shield on the front. So that way the remote still worked, but you couldn't touch the buttons. The kids right. couldn't touch the buttons. And you taught them like not to touch that TV. Yeah. So if either child even went near the TV, they were like terrified. <laughs> so I can't imagine like if Steve's children even came in our house, <laughs> like fists would be flying. Like you would punch his children. No, I just have eye. to play goalie the whole time. Cause uh, like, the, I did. I children, instilled in my kids, like they were trained not to touch the TV. Yeah. Our children and never touched any electronics or anything of Sean's right. because they knew better. And even now it's a running joke in our family is like, if you go by, if you go in front of the TV, it's like, don't look at the TV. Don't look at the TV. You can't cough near the TV. You can't, you can't even talk guys, in the direction of the yeah. TV because if spit you're blowing goes near spittle the TV, and all kinds of yes. things on my television. So when you say you're envious, it's like you would have a panic attack if that was no, your got, room. He's got an you awesome layout. Little children. He's got an awesome layout and it's really cool you'd have nervous breakdown when I, I would just train the kids like i did i would just train the kids it works you just gotta train them now what's funny is now like logan took that to heart and doesn't doesn't touch screens he doesn't mason when he got his own tv that thing he like licked it it looks like a crime scene that's what my tvs look like that's yeah. what all of my stuff looks like maggie thinks everything is a touch screen even yeah. before touch screens were a thing apparently i <laughs> Like I remember your old laptop before I'm 100% we had touchscreen sure everything. If you even if like if you tested even my iMac over there, if you tested it for like viruses, it would have like yeah, it would have like COVID twenty, which hasn't even been existed in existing yet. It, it would be there. And I and I'm always cleaning my phone screen because of the fact that I hate their fingerprints on it. Even though it is a touchscreen, it bothers me that I can see fingerprints. Yeah, you and Logan screen. are like that. Mason and I are just like, no. Just I wonder if my of... tongue will activate my my touch screen here. Anyway, going back to, uh, yeah, Steve has an awesome man cave, big hundred some inch screen, uh, projector and everything, and he's I've I've slowly it's taken literally like thirty five years to draw him over to the dark side where all the cool shit is, but he's got so he has his own stuff. No, he likes. what it's taken. This is taking quarantine where all the sports went away. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he was getting into it before that, though. Um, uh, but he's like he has his own stuff. He's in, he's he's very much into Firefly and Serenity, which I enjoyed that. You know, he he likes Play. the Matrix way more than I do. Oh, yeah. So he's got his own Should stuff he's into. Tell listener what you got, uh, Steve, for his 40th birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, if you're into Firefly, uh, there's a character on there named Kaylee. She's the ship mechanic played by an actress named Jewel State. And uh, there is a website called Cameo you may have heard of where you pay money to have a celebrity, whatever celebrities are on the site, send a short, like one minute long or so video message to someone mm -hmm. or yourself even, however you want to do it. And Jewel, you're real lonely. And Jewel State it, uh, is on Cameo. And I, what was funny is like, I had heard a cameo, I think probably 
shortly after it came out or whatever. I don't actually know how long it was out, but it was probably about a year before his 40th birthday, though. So I had to like kind of back pocket this thing. Yeah. And and then me and his brother, Rob, we went in uh, halvesies on securing her to, to do a birthday message for him. And he fucking loved it. And literally just yesterday and I didn't bring it up. He brought it. He's like, dude, I just watched that cameo again today. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's like the best. I was like, I'm never going to top that gift. Just I'm never so everybody top understands. It. For Sean's 40th birthday, this is what this is what Steve did. He got flown up here by my mother. <laughs> he came to so visit me, which did, is awesome. Steve, like, Steve, I he, Steve came to visit. He he called. But you organized work. all that stuff. Yeah, I did all that. But here's what's crazy about that. My mother gave Sean a birthday gift of flying his friends up. So she didn't give him a goddamn dime. <laughs> she gave Steve's or Sean's friend, Steve and his brother, Rob. They're both my friends. Plane, Yeah, they're both friends. Plane tickets. That was they were going to drive up and this way they could come up sooner. That was her fucking gift. <laughs> well, she the just to clarify, because I this sounds ungrateful and that's fine. I'll be ungrateful. Um, but I did. It was cool that they got to come up earlier because they yeah. were only going to be up they here for about two early. or three days and they got to the spend Rocco, an extra day. The Rocco brothers are fantastic. They're great. They're so my best friend. They're my brothers, I'm, basically. They are my brothers. Like I'm giving period. them a hard time as a joke. But yeah. my mother is the is the villain in the story. Right. And what I was going to say about that, though. And again, I, I like that I got to spend more time with them. But her mother also had a like her whole thing was to not buy me anything I wanted. I like for my birthday was purposely to avoid things I would actually want typically. So this was like the closest she got to getting me something yeah, I would want, right? Because Otherwise normally, I would get a, I got a wheelbarrow one year. He had a ladder another year. Neither like, things did I ask for or need. He made she made <laughs> the point. She always used to. I mean, we don't speak with her anymore, but she always used to make a point of of getting gifts that nobody wanted. I wanted like she would give me gifts that I wanted. She was fine with that, but she'd make sure she always got Sean gifts. He didn't want because she didn't like him. Yeah. And I'm she guessing didn't like because him. she always resented him. And on top of that, I think she just also hated this. Like if I had wanted a wheelbarrow, I think they would have got me one. Right. If I was like, man, I could really, yeah, but you it was all about typical getting... masculine. Like you don't have that typical, like, boomer masculinity that they wanted you to have they wanted you to like open up a goddamn lawn chair and sit in the driveway and watch the neighbors like that's what they wanted Crack from a beer you and care about sports right and that's not me that's what they wanted from you and instead you were like i want to be indoors and i don't want to get eaten alive by mosquitoes and, and the sun I hurts like me to, and burns right, my I irish skin alive <laughs> i don't want to continually get like fucking melanoma cut off of me like stop it and they were like, no, that's what you're like, supposed to you do. You will be outside. Right. And, that, and I was like, no, I'm going to pay somebody to cut my lawn, actually, because I think that's the most time wasting activity ever invented. Right. And they didn't understand that. They genuinely didn't get it because that's their idea of a good time. Right. And it's like, listen, I would rather pay somebody. Speaking of which, well, that dude didn't come out to mow the lawn. It was, there was snow on the ground. So right, he pushed it off now... till Tuesday. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah, it's reasonable. It snowed Friday. Fair. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was fair. I just didn't know when it got rescheduled. Um, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, so I, I that was a great birthday, though. I had a great birthday weekend. Yeah. A boys came up and then and yeah. that was and what was great so about this is like mid November. My mother 
blew up his friends. Yeah, if she dropped like if I had asked for like four hundred dollars or whatever, yeah, she wouldn't have just given me four hundred dollars. No, not in a bajillion years. Or it was always about, do you want to travel somewhere? Like, no, I don't want to go. My thirtieth birthday, she flew me and her to Atlantic City to stay in Trump Tower. Right. <laughs> which i should have seen as an indicator of a bigger problem right it was before trump was president right we <sighs> all i just want to go on record we've hated trump for a very long time it has yeah. nothing to do with him being president he's just been a shit person the entire time he's been in the public eye and i took pictures of the water bottles because when you go to when you stay in a trump property everything has trump's name on it so the water bottles had trump's trump name on name it. and or picture yes and his face was on it and like i took pictures i thought it was hilarious i thought it was a big but then like when you go inside of the hotel it's a fucking shithole it's a bog standard fucking motel it's a <laughs> shit hole like all of the mirrors are cracked like it is a garbage garbage place yeah that sounds and like right. it, sounds like Trump. That's exactly his M.O. Because this was before Sandy hit that yeah. I was there because I'm 38. So but anyway, get whatever. back to anyway, me and Steve. I'm super excited about this new podcast. And yes, I know listeners like Jesus fucking Christ enough with the fucking podcast. How much can I hear you talk? Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you don't have everything's, to tune in. Everything's a different topic. So like, well, this one is fun to focus on again, going back to Steve and more recently, more recent years coming around to my, my nerdy influence and just but honestly, it has more to do with his, his love of movies and the, the Marvel universe really started kind of shining a light on a lot of stuff. And he wants to, he wants to like get into comics. So basically the premise for this show again, called Steve reads a comic. Uh, reads a comic book is I'm going to pick storylines every week, uh, old, new, uh, popular, uh, completely obscure, whatever, um, things that I find interesting, or it might be even storylines I've never read. And we're going to read them not on the air, obviously, but we're going to read them and then discuss them though on the podcast. And he's going to approach it from this point of view of having no idea I mean, some some stuff he'll know, you know, he'll know that The Dark Knight Returns is a big comic book story, right? Everybody knows that or The Killing Joke or Watchmen. But, you know, he might not know what, you know, Dark Victory is or something like that. Yeah, because nobody does. Or, you know, Craven's Last Hunt, for example, which is one of the early ones we'll probably be doing. And then. Sounds made up. But he'll get we'll get a you'll get a perspective basically from somebody who a genuine perspective from someone who's not immersed in that or been immersed in that. And I think it'll be fun to discuss and banter and argue about stuff like that. And then obviously we'll be doing the typical getting into, you know, just other nerdy stuff that's either directly or tangentially connected to comic books. Because yeah, you should definitely happens. use words like tangentially. Um, <laughs> comic book adjacent. Is that better? <laughs> Why are you staring at me? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you staring at me? That's ten. Uh, am I using it wrong? Is that I don't. I never. Yeah, know. yeah you're using it wrong. Uh, well, I don't know. Now I gotta look it up. Sean's word of the week. I don't Tangential. Know. I don't know what that word is. Uh, uh, hardly touching a matter. Peripheral to diverging from a previous course or line. So yeah. So either direct or tangential. I think that works. So. <laughs> why, why your your faces don't translate to a podcast stop it uh, but i hope that was cogent enough for you 
<laughs> Mother douchebag. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't handle that. Those fucking words. But yeah, it's all going to be. We're gonna I'm, very, I'm like, very excited about my new podcast. I feel like we should have a podcast episode, a special episode once a week that's just you and it's just called the cup of gold word of the week and you just pop in and you just go like with, with whatever the word is <laughs> word of the week and then you just out. like you just say what the word is but you don't give any kind of definition you just say a word <laughs> and it's like a it's like a one second podcast and that's it and then you spell it and then you say it again and then i just publish it that would be a very ephemeral podcast <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That doesn't really apply. Ephemeral just means like fleeting of the moment. I was just throwing another word out there random. I don't think actually... it would be ephemeral then because yeah. like words are timeless. Yeah. Dummy. I just, I just wanted to. Idiot. I just want to get another. I love getting reaction faces out of you. Whatever. I have been using the word ephemera a lot recently though because it describes. Because you're. Your mother douchebag. No, because it just describes like how I was just I was thinking about how I just kind of flit around. Like right now I'm I'm on a big Batman kick because it's all ephemeral. Right? Next week it'll be Spider-Man again. Who knows? It is all ephemeral, Sean. Ephemera. Ephemera. Yeah. It can be ephemeral too. Oh god, this is so stupid. <laughs> I do like words. But I used to, I just remember these words from when I used to read books. I like words, you said. I'm like, I have all the best words. <laughs> I have all I have the, the best, best words. words. They're tremendous. Best words. Sean has the best words. They're just tremendous. Just millions, millions and millions, millions and, and billions millions and billions. And millions and millions. God. Oh, let me, let me kick guy. off with my coronavirus uh, uh, conspiracy theory, which was my told corona. to me by someone who presented it as kind of like, can you believe this is going on? And I was basically like, no, <laughs> I can't because that's fucking idiotic. But so the coronavirus I theory or conspiracy theory I heard was about how uh, when Tom Hanks contracted coronavirus, somehow people decided that the, the only people that were getting coronavirus were pedophiles and so tom hanks must be a pedophile uh-huh i am not making this up by the way this was told to me i don't follow this you guys if you've been listening at all you know i don't this is not my department of it's expertise not my department. it's not it's your department conspiracy theories is you typically and you know i shot that down and he ended up waving it off just saying oh well you know so and so was saying something about it i didn't believe it but it really sounded like he believed it at the time right uh but yeah, uh, somebody decided that was a thing. And just to let you know, and I feel like, and I'm making a connection here. And remember, I'm not an expert on anything, but especially political stuff. But I'm making a connection between people who think this stuff up, believe it, and say the people who are out protesting coronavirus restrictions at City Hall in various states. Not so much City Hall as the Capitals, but... Capital, okay. whatever. Um, uh, but I feel like those are the kind of people who believe that stuff. And I, I, I still think that every time I hear stuff like this, everything from flat earth theory uh, to, to this it, and uh, to 
anti-vaxxers and stuff. It's got to start with these 4chan, 8chan, you know, something like that. Some sort of pranking thing. Like when they, they uh, when free bleeding became a thing be, yeah, based on uh, 4chan or whatever. Like, and be like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, free bleeding's the way to go. But it was actually just created by people trying to prank people and see how stupid they could they could get. And like, because that makes no sense. Like, it's just, first of all, there's way too many people who have coronavirus. You tell me all these people are pedophiles. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, including the like one year old babies and stuff. <laughs> right. Fucking, just everybody. What are you going to do, man? Uh, all these people in nursing homes. Well. Um, but meanwhile, mean, like, so they're like all like Catholic that. priests should be dead then, right? Like they're just, they should be 100% infection rate over there. That's kind of the problem with coronavirus, though, is you don't actually, like, get sick or die Not 100% of the time. And that's why people, I think, are protesting. It's because, well, I don't know anybody who has it. I, You know what I mean? They don't see it, and I, they really believe in this deep state thing. Oh, and then, and then at one of these protests, I believe it was in Texas, Alex fucking Jones shows up. The guy who talks about the government putting stuff in the water that turns the frogs gay... Google yeah. that if what you're not that? familiar with that soundbite. But he doesn't think coronavirus is real. He thinks this economic shutdown is a conspiracy. And, and, then we, and to me, I'm just like, who does this benefit exactly? Question mark, question mark, question right. mark, gay frogs. Gay frogs. So it's turning the frogs gay, but coronavirus isn't real. I I don't know what to think. But So going back, though, to the gay frogs, did he did he come to that conclusion after seeing like Frogs humping? I don't actually know the context of that. And how do you know I think which I used one's to. the gay one? Because don't they... Turning the frogs gay! Like, I just remember hearing that. They played that sound clip a lot on the Alan Cox show, I believe. <laughs> 1776! That was another sound clip they would play of him. That's yeah, how I was introduced to Alex Jones, was through the Alan Cox show, which is a local afternoon radio show here in the Cleveland area. And, uh... I'd never heard of the dude until they played these sound clips. So eventually I had to go investigate him. And I was just like, holy shit, this is a real person. He's yeah. a real person people listen to. People listen to him like not as a joke. He not got deplatformed and he's still doing his thing on his own website, I assume. It's because you can deplatform someone and they create their own platform. Yeah. You don't need no. someone else to give you a platform anymore. But yeah. So my article is about a timeline of how Bill uh, Bill Gates Reddit AMA turned into a coronavirus vaccine conspiracy. Ooh, this is new and interesting. So this is actually from BuzzFeed News. So it's from the news section of, you know, yeah, which BuzzFeed claims is what keeps their light on lights on. So uh, I don't know about all that. But so on March 18th, Bill Gates did an AMA. And he was asked about how businesses could would be changing because of the virus. And he responded by talking about supply chain issues and basic necessities. The quote was countries are still figuring out what to keep running. Eventually, we will have some digital certificates to show who has rec recovered or been tested recently or when we will have a vaccine and who has received it. His answer inadvertently kicked off an online frenzy. Gates had long been a target of conspiracy theorists, including those who falsely paint him as responsible for the pandemic. Oh, OK. 
It also fed into false anti-vaxxer conspiracy theories, which have gained traction online and contributed to outbreaks of measles and deaths of children. So one of the first articles to pick up on Gates' response was on a website on biohacking called Biohack Info, which had only a few thousand followers on Twitter and Instagram. But the day after AMA, the site published a post titled Bill Gates will use microchip implants to fight coronavirus. Okay. Gates did not mention microchips at any point during his Reddit <laughs> conversation. Nevertheless, the article falsely claimed that he was referring to a December 2019 study funded by the Gates Foundation on quantum tattoos. It's an invisible, invisible ink that lasts five years and can be read with smartphones. Hmm. These markings were developed to provide a vaccination record, and there's no ability to track anyone's movements. That's a quote from the study's author. It seems really smart, actually. Yeah. Uh, this technology is only available to provide a very limited data locally, non-personalized. These markings require direct line of sight imaging from a distance of less than one foot. Remote or continuous tracking is not possible for a variety of technical reasons. One, so you need a power source is always a thing too. Like yeah. that's why like tracking doesn't work. Eventually your battery is going to die in your tracker. That's just how it works. Unless it like power source is number one thing with tracking devices. This would be a, also, a, but it's a tattoo. So right. there's literally the, no power source. The conspiracy theor theory's biggest boost came from a March 21st YouTube video on the law of Liberty channel, which has 27,000 subscribers. The video, which has been viewed 2 million times, cited the biohack info article and compared quantum tattoos to the mark of Satan. <laughs> yes. Implying that <laughs> yes. Gates was the Antichrist. Yep. Bill Gates. The conspiracy picked <sighs> up more attention. So on... no, uh, let me interrupt. I'm sorry. Um, so again, you, you kind of know who you're dealing with here. Mm -hmm. The fact that people believe in the mark of the beast, think mm -hmm. it's real or significant in mm -hmm. any way. And I will remind you, dear listener, if you don't know this about me already, the reason I have a barcode on the side of my head since I was 18 years old is because my mother, who was a Christian nut job, was convinced because of a verse in Revelations that the mark of the beast would be uh, on your head or your hand or your head or your wrist or something like that. And so I went and got a barcode because she had some book that had like the cover of the book had a dude's face and he had a barcode, but it was on his forehead. She said a barcode on his forehead. And that was like yeah, supposed to be the mark. You certainly can't do no, that. I wasn't going to do that. That was too far. But put it on the side of my head. Not a big deal. Um, went and did that, you know, a bit of an edge lord when I was younger. Um, but also it was it was also to, to just kind of it was almost like a joke tattoo. Like you realize how ridiculous this is. That was right. kind of my point with it. Like if we get to a point and now I could actually see us getting to this point, by the way, <laughs> when I was 18, and I used to tell people all the time because people would freak out when some people thought it was funny. Some people would get it be like, oh, that's funny. Or people would just think it was stupid. But other people would think it was horrifying. They're like, oh, my God, you have the mark of the beast. And then I would explain it's like, look, if we get to a point where we're allowing our government to tattoo us, then we have failed as a people. <laughs> what? Concentration camps. <laughs> yeah. Nazis. But I, right. So like America has failed at that point. If that's what we let 
our leadership do to us? Yeah. They start tattooing Hello. us. Yes. Yeah. So. And that's but that's not a slight against Jews, but that's a different scenario. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm talking about America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I, w- it's not a slight against Jews. It's a slight against the Nazis. No, no. My point <laughs> is, I'm not saying the Jewish people failed in some way, and that's why they ended up getting tattooed. Of course they didn't. That's what I mean. They were victims. I'm just clarifying because people will twist words. And I just oh. want to clarify what I'm saying is America as it stands today, if we all start lining up for these tattoos or they become mandatory government issued tattoos, well, then we have elected the wrong people. And now I'm like, I I can see this happening now. It, yeah. it seemed like a very it didn't even seem like a real possibility when I got the tattoo. But now that I see the way people line up behind a president who says things like, well, people, I have total authority. And they're like, yes, he does. It's like, oh, OK, <laughs> you believe this shit? You support fascism? So the conspiracy picked up our attention on April 13th when former Donald Trump advisor Roger Stone. Oh, great. Speculated on the answer, a Salem, Oregon, Oregon, Oregon radio station that Gates had created both the coronavirus and a vaccine with a microchip in it. Wait a minute. He he figured this out. He did this from prison. When was this? April 13th. Like three days ago. Is he out? He's out. No. No. Google it. What the fuck? How did that escape my radar? You know everybody's getting out because of... <sighs> because of fucking coronavirus. So... That dude. The dude who lists, who dresses like a Batman villain. Yeah, the dude who dresses that's like... That's a guy to trust. Like the fucking penguin. I mean, not that you should trust a guy with tattoos on his head either, but... My motivations are at least understandable. So, he says that Gates created both the coronavirus and the vaccine with a microchip in it to track the global population. Quote, this is a quote from Roger Stone. Bill Gates may have created coronavirus to microchip people. Jesus fucking. Okay, let me, then then I got to say this, because a lot of people don't understand microchipping. Even though they get their pets microchipped, they don't understand that's still a proximity thing. That's an identifier. You can't find your pet just because it's microchipped. Right. Right. It's, like there's no way to track somebody. Right. Again, you need a power source. And I'm not saying you can't have a bio power source, but man, I just I don't think anybody's mastered the technology to use your body to power a microchip. And if it's under your skin, it's not going to be solar powered. Right. So th- that whole sentence is so fucking it infuriating because people buy into this it's like you can't do that it's like you can't track a phone when it's dead you know it's that simple (laughs) there's no signal right so yeah the headline from the new york post read roger stone bill gates may have like roger stone you know colon bill gates may have created coronavirus to microchip people the post made no attempt to challenge stone's false statements and the article is now the second most popular piece of content on Facebook about Gates and microchips <laughs> behind the Law of Liberty YouTube video. So I'm, I'm apologizing to everybody now for when you do end up with a goddamn barcode tattooed into your forehead. <laughs> Russian media has picked up on Stone's comments too. State-funded website RT translated, I don't know what RT is, Russian Times probably, translated Stone's comments into its Spanish edition citing the New York Post report. Like the Post, RT didn't provide correct information to counteract Stone's speculation. 
though it did say that Gates had dismissed the theory in an interview with CCTV. This story has received over 100,000 Facebook likes, shares, and comments. Dr. Georges Benjamin, the executive director of the American Public Health Association, told BuzzFeed News that he was not aware of any such microchip small enough to be injected into a vaccine. The whole idea of immunization certificates really is not the idea of any type of nanoparticle, Dr. Benjamin said. He said that there are valid human rights concerns about cell phone based or ID card vaccine vaccine trackings, adding that testing and vaccinating is the most surefire way of protecting people from the coronavirus. Dr. Benjamin also stressed that while there are ongoing efforts to find a vaccine for the coronavirus, it could be anywhere from a year to 18 months before we start. They start giving it to the public once it is discovered. Well, yeah, they got to test it. He said that the risks with anti-vaccination disinformation are enormous. Mm -hmm. Vaccines are safe and effective, he said. That vaccine, once produced and proven to be safe and effective, is going to be a lifesaver. It's absolutely a major part of our ability to go back, leave our homes, go back to work, and go to sporting events. Nevertheless, this conspiracy has continued to spread. We're receiving 60,000 Facebook likes. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that's um, that's what's going on there. Now, here's the thing. I, I, I got to say this, too. I'm not telling you to be a sheep and just trust everything your government tells you. I'm not. But be smart about the things you, you choose to investigate and choo- choose to believe um, and, and base what you choose to believe on fact or what you can figure out anyway, what what you can research and determine to be accurate, because, of course, the government lies to us. Of mm-hmm. course they do. But these these people, these these crazy nut jobs who come up with these really off the wall theories. It's it's it blows my mind because they're given so much more credit to people than they deserve people. And, and again, people are doing things behind their stuff going on. We don't know about at all times. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. not disclosing stuff, secret stuff, heinous stuff. But the theories they come up with. It's it's like when they try to blame Hillary Clinton for killing. Uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, what the fuck is that guy who did not kill himself? Epstein. Uh, Epstein. <laughs> yeah. So and first of all, I, I, I don't believe Epstein killed himself. I don't think it had anything to do with her. I feel like there were so many people linked to that dude. Somebody had him killed. And possibly a group, whatever you could call them, the Illuminati, or it could just be people like he, he got to go. He's got dirt on a lot of folks. I feel like that could be like its own. I mean, obviously you want to change some names or whatever, but it could be like a how to get away with murder type show <laughs> with all the people yeah. that that have wanted him dead and all the right. things that he's done wrong and all the all the people he had shit on. Right. You can make a you can make a show on that. But uh, the reason I don't think it's Hillary is not because I'm some Hillary fan. It's because of the simple fact. What if she had Linda Tripp killed or Monica Lewinsky or somebody? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Linda. well, that's what people that's what people say about her is that so many people have turned up dead that have been her problems for her. It's like, but so many people haven't. Right. <laughs> like, can we talk about that? Right. And here's the thing. When you're a government official, you're going to come. In, she's coming to a contact with a lot of the same people Trump has. But somehow nobody's spinning it to say, oh, there's pictures of Donald Trump hanging out with Epstein. Yeah. But the 
the the nut jobs are just it was Hillary. It was Hillary. It's like, how organized do you think she couldn't even arrange to become president? You think she could pull off murders at random? You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird how much credit they give. She couldn't even arrange to get you all the Democratic national fitting Trump fucking pantsuit. Democratic Party Trump couldn't even count votes in their own fucking primary earlier this year. And you're going to say they're pulling off crazy conspiracies. The Democrats are. They're a hot mess. They're fucking idiots, just like everyone else. So to, to act like there's just so much smart behind the scenes stuff going on. They're not some kind of organized on. crime family. Right. So let's not go that far. They are not that smart. Like, <laughs> they have Biden as their... Right, Biden. As their presumptive nominee. <laughs> they landed on Biden, who I'm still trying to figure out what his platform is. What did you say his platform was? Sniffing, you, you, sniffing hair. Sniffing children and women's hair. That's yeah. his platform. That seems to be the only thing I've seen him do consistently. It's sniffing babies and sidling up on women who don't want them there. Right. <laughs> like, That's Biden. Yeah. Uncomfortable touching and baby hair sniffing. Yeah. 2020. 2020. Like. Great job, guys. Losing his train of thought. He got a real winning horse in there. Got some fucking big veneers. <laughs> like right. that's Big veneers and hair sniffing in 2020. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I've I've been screaming that he's the nominee since 2017. Yeah. So you been right about that. And I've been and I'm always like, please don't be. And I always I told you, I was like, I I will. I hate I've always hated Biden. I, I don't like the guy. He's creepy. He's fucking creepy. He's stupid. He's, he's fucking dumb as hell. I don't like him. He I don't fucking like the dude. Same, would, same reason I didn't like Trump. He's fucking stupid. I don't like stupid people being in charge of our country. But he would have won if it had been 2016. I mean, I understand Hillary technically won. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it would have been a landslide if he had ran mm. in 2016. I don't know. I feel like Trump had that. He had that. He had that support that Bernie had. That Bernie is like the left version of Trump, like that real extremist, the left extreme. You know, Ber- you know, Bernie's so extreme because he wants everybody to have access to health care. So that makes him right, an extremist. Right, right, right. <laughs> he's, he's just crazy out there. And meanwhile, we witness our country actually engage in true socialism, socialism, corporate socialism of all fucking things. And somehow that's okay. But capitalism literally means to let businesses die if they don't they don't thrive, they don't survive. That's that. You don't inject money into those businesses. That's how capitalism works. These fucking idiots. So I am a conscious capitalist. Yeah. And I am. I am a socialist when it comes to like taking care of people's health and things of that nature. Yeah. But I am a conscious capitalist. I really believe in letting strong in businesses survive and fail. Yeah. I truly believe in it. Yeah. Fucking let the strong survive. Let the weak fail. Because that's like you're just putting shit on life support most of the time anyway. Absolutely. Like these cruise, the the cruise companies, the air, the airlines, let them fucking fail. Then new things will be born from this and there will be a new way of doing business. Mm-hmm. I yeah. am very much a capitalist when it comes to that. However, there is a medium here. There is a way to have people taken care of with health insurance. And there is a way to have things like it's not crazy. Other other countries have figured this the fuck out. Right. I understand we're young as a country. We're right. very young. Yeah. But then you look to people who figured it out. That's what you do in business. That's how you leapfrog. You stand on shoulders. man. Yes. You look to people who have solved it and have come before you 
and you use their guidance. Don't fucking try and reinvent the wheel. Right. So stupid. So stupid. Yeah, all Bernie wanted was a free market driven, like kind of socialist country, right? Free market driven being the key part, meaning you're still free to, to you know, make a ton of money. Not It's not communism. But then instead of taking your tax money and uh, using it for whatever the fuck the government actually uses for more weapons that we don't need, probably. Oh, I don't know. Those shelves were bare. There oh, were no, that's right. There Trump were no... did say there was no ammunition on the shelves. No ammo. Um, because that's what America's famous for, not having <laughs> right. any ammo. America, America doesn't want anything to do with ammunition. That's what America's uh, famous for, having no guns. But instead diverting that to actually helping people so, you know, so that when something happens like coronavirus and all these people lose their jobs, they don't also lose their health care. You know, that, that's well, yeah. So the whole reason healthcare came into being and like we are all familiar with this in America. Uh, well, anyone who went through the Industrial Revolution and shit and all that training or training teaching, I guess. Sorry, I've been in the corporate world for a while now, <laughs> so I call it training now. But the reason that it became tied to your job was as an incentive, right? Yeah, that's how it got that way. OK, is because. You used to carry your own insurance or your okay. own health care. Oh, okay. And then employers started providing it as incentives to get you to come work for them. Right. And then all of a sudden it became the American way because everyone started getting better health packages to try and get their workers to come to them. And then all of a sudden workers became stuck because they started equating it with their employers. Right. Yeah. Now, here we are a hundred years later. And that's how it's done. No. It's antiquated. It's been 100 years. It's time to go back. It's time to fucking rethink it. Right. When you've been doing something some way for 100 years. Right. It's not the right way anymore. And with healthcare costs escalating the way they are and the way healthcare has just become totally commodified in the same way that you commodify sports, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's. It just doesn't make sense. There's plenty of other businesses and ways to make money in America uh, without capitalizing on healthcare. Yeah, I agree. But again, that's that's radical views. I'm a radical leftist no. <laughs> for wanting. You that. are so not a radical leftist. <laughs> I know, but that's how people act when when they have opposing views. They act like I'm just fucking nuts, and uh, I'm an idiot, and it. I just. I don't I don't know. There's so much I just don't understand. And obviously you shouldn't listen to me. I'm, I'm an idiot, too. Um, at least I'm an aware idiot. And I'm also an idiot who's not in charge of the country who says things like the president's authority is total. No. I am the Senate. That's right. Donald Trump, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously. And people are like, yeah. It's like and you got Padme over there. Like, this is how democracy dies to thunderous applause. <laughs> like, seriously. who knew George Lucas was so prescient, Maggie? <laughs> another word for you <laughs> i feel like i use that one a lot though i feel like you do too but it, it at applies. least nowadays it applies yeah it's it's very prescient <laughs> uh but yeah it's yeah who, who knew that was that was gonna be a thing we'd be referencing revenge of the sith and be like oh wow, he saw this coming <laughs> <laughs> they're like huh huh didn't well, know but it's just history repeating itself though too that's I mean, all it is yeah and people letting it happen because they don't know their history. They don't know history. 
They don't care because they think else. history comes from the Bible. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what they think history is. <laughs> so therefore, it's repeating because they don't know actual history. They're uh, worried more about talking snakes and shit like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Talking snakes are the worst. Towers of Babel and. Uh, yeah. Statue Quick. of Nebuchadnezzar and all that nonsense. Someone cut off Trump's hair. See what happens. <laughs> God damn. Uh. Yeah, it's fucking awful. Awful. So, yeah, everything is awful. I don't know. I'm enjoying being home, though. I was it was very anxiety inducing and stressful initially, uh, mostly because people are stupid. Right. And I didn't they were already being really stupid by buying up everything that seems to have lessened. It's getting easier to get stuff. They realized, hey, grocery stores are staying open. Well, there's no. A limit in the supply chain is it appears we're just buying too much shit yeah so the supply chain is has equaled out or evened out now right yeah so now we can get like i got paper towels today we haven't been able to get paper towels for a minute now we've had paper towels thankfully because we had a bag we, we had a package of paper towels yeah we had a package of paper towels so we've been okay but today was the first day i was able to order paper towels in a, about a month and um without getting like a forty dollar package or some without crazy. without paying literally thirty five dollars <laughs> um and then i was able to get uh flushable wipes which but was wipes. the first time i was able to get flushable wipes yeah those are always good yes we had we only went without for like a week and then we were like this isn't gonna this isn't going to work. So then. Well, I was trying to limit strain on our sewer system because of some stuff I read. And then I'm just like, you know what? I got to have a clean butthole that supersedes any need to have. I don't want to. I, really, I don't really want to wash my butthole with water after every. Get the bidet. A lot of bidets well, we have been selling like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't understand how those work because I've never used one. So here's here's what I think a bidet is. It's almost like a water fountain. For right? a butthole. Yeah, yeah. But so. But don't you still have to wipe? I don't feel like I that. I feel so. like that would just get it wetter. And then you still have to wipe. All right. We're going to answer these pressing questions here. Um, do, 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 how but you do still you need toilet. Uh, some people are saying they want a bidet because they don't want to have to use toilet paper anymore. But I, I feel like I would want to wipe one for dryness and one for verification. You know, dryness, verification Straddle of cleanliness. I, I would want I would need. Toilet paper still. All right. Part one of three. Use the toilet first. I feel like a bidet replaces butt wipes, but not toilet paper. The purpose of the bidet is to clean off after using a toilet. All right. Got that. You can use the bidet in conjunction with toilet paper, or you can use a, a bidet on its own. Hmm. Some believe that using a bidet is a hygienic substitute for toilet paper, but many choose to use both. So I guess it it, deter it, depend, no. it depends on like. Would how. you feel comfortable only using a bidet? No. Right. It just it doesn't. Um. Sometimes a bidet is located near the toilet. Oh, okay. Well, I. Step two, by the way, is find the bidet. That's step two. <laughs> so that's why I was reading, and there's a circle, showing me what a bidet looks like. Oh, when it's like a separate thing. Yeah. So they're different. Oh God. What's happening in that picture? It's someone straddling a bidet oh, trying to okay. show me how to that use it. That looks like the toilets from uh, Larry David's 
Yeah. <laughs> Coffee shop. So straddle a standalone bidet. Most standalone bidets, you choose to face the bidet's water controls. All right, this is too much. What Just look the it up. fuck? If you're wearing pants, you need to remove them to straddle the bidet. Yeah, this is a lot of work. Oh, these are the kind that you can just add to your toilet. Yeah. All right. That's Activating a, a toilet seat bidet. Look for the wash button. Then uh, you just hit it and then you hit the done. So that was uneventful. <laughs> but yeah, I guess you use it either way is right. Yeah, I'd have to I'd like, have to get a wipe in there. Well, it really, it really does depend like on... Like the amount of pressure. Well, no, and, and the the situation of the of the event that you've had. Yeah, the event, the poo. Yeah, well, I also the pee, poopening. but I also pee. Yeah. So, like, if I peed, I don't necessarily have to wipe. I can just like spray it with water for like a while. Gotcha. Well, I'm I'm talking strictly strictly butthole action here. Um, that's obviously on my end. <laughs> that's what I'm talking well, about. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um. But yeah, that's what I mean, though. Would you feel comfortable? I would not feel comfortable. I would need to. What do you want? And it'd paper. have to be like high pressure, right? If you've used a bidet, please weigh in because I never have. I have to. I would have to wipe. Yeah. Because I don't feel comfortable. No. Just pulling my pants, going about my life, assuming that everything's fine. Right. What if it's not? Need that verification wipe. And I want to be dry because your butt's going to be really wet, too. I can't imagine it's a super. You know what I mean? Like your targeted. butt's going to be wet. Right. It can't possibly just be targeted yeah. and just be and then like. And then your butt's wet. Now your underwear are wet. It's just a whole thing. And I'm not anti-bidet. I'm just saying, I feel like if you have one, right. you need Everyone to use else, both. Everyone seems to like that. Yeah. But some people, like I said, some people are looking at them as a solution for not having toilet paper. And I'm like, eh, I don't know. I, I think you still well, need I mean, toilet paper. I think if you don't have toilet paper, a bidet would be a good option. You yeah, know, like a, like, a bidet and then use the washcloth. <laughs> I'd have to wipe. I'd have to do something. I can't just spray water on my ass and walk out. <laughs> like that doesn't do it for me. Yeah, but it's better than nothing. I don't know that it is. Now you just have really wet shit all over your butt crack. <laughs> like I don't know that that's better. Well, get in the fucking shower and fit it and <laughs> right. fit, fit or yourself. just get some toilet paper. Not to go Jerry Seinfeld, but just get some toilet paper. Stop taking up all the toilet paper. Oh, my God. All right. We, we got to wrap this up. I don't want wet shit on my ass. Anyway, I, I'm still very I'm very excited for uh, Steve reads a comic book for a lot of reasons. I've been wanting to do something with Steve for years. It's just a promo episode for fucking I'm just Steve. Excited. I'm just sharing my excitement for Steve reads a comic anyway, book. Anyway, I eventually be having something new coming, too, but I was cut off when I was trying to talk about it. We, you kept cutting me off. I was doing my announcement and like you made me butcher my announcement. I was trying to do like a whole thing. <laughs> and you were like, no, 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 I do a thing. I was doing anything first. <laughs> um, yeah, but I have a name, and um, we're still coming up. And with we've that already. Like, we could actually record an episode today, potentially. We started ours first, right. but here's the difference: <laughs> because I am a branding professional, I've actually gone through all the proper branding steps. We've done all of our ICA work. We've done everything we're supposed to do. You are just like half-assing everything. So not the content. We haven't done any of that. The, the content's going to be solid. We're doing it correctly. We have to do a lot of other stuff first. But I, I do want to actually record an episode soon just to see what it sounds like. Unlike this podcast, which we did not do correctly. No. <laughs> we didn't it's do It's all been a learning right. process. <laughs> all right. Well, we got to go because I got all this talk about a bidet. 
Makes me have to go to the bathroom. So All right, so Sean's got to go not use a bidet because we don't have one. Right. All right, bye. Bye.